Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Member by Avram Goldar and Dermer Zechus Tainas Daf Yud. The first parak Me'emosai. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, the Gemara brings a number of statements about the unique status of Eretz Yisrael. It was taught in a Brisa, Eretz Yisrael never is Tchila, V'chol Ramkula never go v'sof. Eretz Yisrael was created first, and the rest of the world was created afterward. As the Pusik states, Adulah Asa Eretz V'chutzos until he made the land and the outlying areas. We see from here that Kosh Baruch Hu first made a single land before other lands were created. And we know that a reference to the land is referring to Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael mashka osel Kosh Baruch Hu ba'atzmo, v'cholom al-yidei shaliach. Kosh Baruch Hu waters Eretz Yisrael himself, whereas the rest of the world is watered through a shaliach. Eretz Yisrael shoysim e'kashamim, v'cholom kulo metamsis. Eretz Yisrael drinks rainwater, which is full of bracha, and the rest of the world drinks in the leftover water in the clouds. Rashi says that he heard that the rain falls first in Eretz Yisrael. Pointed to the second mission of the Daf states, If the 17th of Marcheshen comes and rain has not fallen, prominent individuals begin to fast three fasts. It was taught A person should not say that he's only a Talmud, that he's not fit to be considered a prominent individual, be grouped with those that fast for rain before the community begins their set of fasts. Rather, all Talmidim the Chachamim are considered Yechidim and are chayat to fast. Who's considered Yachid? Who's a Talmid? Yachid, Yachid is anyone who's fit to be appointed a leader of the community and can answer a broad range of Shilas. Talmud, Talmud is anyone who can answer Shiloh in what he's currently learning, even if it's only Masechah's Kala, which is an easier Masechah. And point number three, the Gemara discusses what Yosef was telling his brothers before they returned to Yaakov Avinu. The Pasuk states, al do not become disturbed on the way. Melazar said that Yosef was telling his brothers, Do not get involved in Devar Halacha during your trip, lest you fall out on the way. Russia explains that they might get distracted and get lost. The Gemara asks if this is so. For Bebelai Barberechia said, Two Talmud Chachamim who are traveling on the way and words of Torah not spoken between them are fitting to be burned. For the Pasuk teaches regarding Eliyahu and Elisha that they were not burned by a fiery chair because they were discussing Torah. So if they had not been involved in the Torah discussion, they would have been burned. So how could Yosef tell his brothers not to get involved in discussing Torah? The Gemara answers, Migras was referring to reviewing one's learning by rote. One can do this while traveling since it does not demand a lot of focus. Rabbi was referring to analyzing Torah. Since people become absorbed in the discussion, it's easier for them to get preoccupied and become lost. So once again, the three points are number one. The Gemara brings a number of statements about the unique status of Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael was created first and the rest of the world was created afterward. As the Pasuk states, Until he made the land and the outlying areas. We see from here that Kosh Baruch Hu first made a single land before other lands were created. And we know that a reference to the land is referring to Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Baruch Hu waters Eretz Yisrael himself, whereas the rest of the world is watered through a shaliach. Eretz Yisrael shows to make a shamim, Eretz Yisrael drinks rainwater, which is full of bracha, and the rest of the world drinks from the leftover water in the clouds. Rashi says that he heard that the rain falls first in Eretz Yisrael. Point number two, the second mission of the Duff states, If the 17th of comes and rain has not fallen, prominent individuals begin to fast three fasts. A person should not say that he's only a Tommy and he's not fit to be considered a prominent individual but to be grouped with those that fast for rain before the community begins their set of fasts. Rather, all Tommy and the Chomim are considered Yechidim or Chayv to fast. Who's considered a Yachid and who's a Talmud? Yachid, Koshirui, Limnoso, Parnas, Al-Tzibor. Yachid is anyone 
who was fit to be appointed a leader of the community, can answer a broad range of shilas. Talmud kosher showing also the bar halacha belimuda of Omer ba'afil b'meseches kala. A Talmud is anyone who can answer a shaila in what he's currently learning, even if it's only meseches kala, which is an easier mesechta. And pointing with you, the Gemara discusses what Yosef was telling his brothers before they returned to Yaakov Avinu. The pasuk states, "Altiguz b'derek, do not become disturbed on the way." Moazer said that Yosef was telling his brothers, "Asisasku dvar halacha, Hashem altiguzu alechem b'derek, do not get involved." And the Dvar Halacha during the trip, lest you fall out on the way Rashi explains that they might get distracted and get lost. The Gemara asks if this is so, for Rabbi Leib Barachia said, Two Tamil Chachamim who are traveling on the way, and words of Torah not spoken between them are fitting to be burned. For the Pasuk teaches regarding Eliyahu and Elisha that they were not burned by a fiery chariot because they were discussing Torah. If they had not been involved in a Torah discussion, they would have been burned. So how can Yosef tell his brothers not to get involved in discussing Torah? The great answer is Hailu Migres Hailu Yune. Rabbi Lai was referring to reviewing one's winning by rote. One can do that while traveling since it doesn't demand a lot of focus. Rabbi was referring to analyzing Torah. Since people become absorbed in the discussion, it's easier for them to get preoccupied and become lost. All right, so now we go to our Simber Duff Yud, and our standard simon is a minion of Yidden. A minion of Yidden. So here goes. The minion of Yidden in Eretz Yisrael that were rained on first before the rain spread to the rest of the world included two Talmidim among the eight Yechidim. Because the two other Yechidim got lost on the way while analyzing a sugya. Once again, it's slow motion. The minion of Yidin, minion of Yidin, that must be more enough, Yud. The minion of Yidin in Eretz Yisrael that were rained on first before the rain spread to the rest of the world, which reminds us. The more brings a number of statements about the unique status of Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael was created first, and the rest of the world was created afterwards. The Kodesh Baruch who waters Eretz Yisrael himself, whereas the rest of the world is watered through a shaliach, and Eretz Yisrael drinks rainwater, which is full of bracha, and the rest of the world drinks from the leftover water. In the clouds, Rashi says that he heard the rain falls first in Eretz Yisrael. So the minion of Yidin in Eretz Yisrael that were rained on first, before the rain spread to the rest of the world, included two Talmidim among the eight Yechidim, which reminds us that the second mission of the Daf states that if the seventh Marchevshin comes and rain is not fallen, Yechidim begin to fast three fasts. It was taught in Abraisa, Al Yomra Adam Talmidani, Enivuyos Yachid. A person shouldn't say that he's only a Talmid, he's not fit to be considered a Yachid, to be grouped with those that fast for rain before the community begins their sets of fast. Rather, all the Talmud of the Chomir are considered Yechidim or Chayim to fast. A Yachid is anyone who's fit to be appointed a leader of the community can answer a broad range of Shilas, whereas a Talmud is anyone who can answer Shilas in what he's currently learning, even if it's only Masechah's call, which is an easier Masechah. So the minion of Yidin in Eretz Yisrael that were rained on first, before the rain spread to the rest of the world, included two Talmud among the eight Yechidim, because the two of the Yechidim got lost on the way while analyzing a sugya. Which reminds us, the Gemara notes a contradiction. Yosef told his brothers before they returned to Yaakov, do not become disturbed on the way. Rebbe said that Yosef was saying, don't get involved in a Dabar Halacha during the trip, lest you fall out on the way, which Rashi explains means that they might get distracted and get lost. Rabbi Elai Barberechia said, we're traveling on the way, and words of Torah not spoken between them are fitting to be burned. But the Pasuk teaches regarding Eliyahu and Elisha that they were not burned by a fiery chariot because they were discussing Torah. Gemara answers, Hayla Migras Hayli Iyune. Rabbi Eli was referring to reviewing one's written by rote. One can do that while traveling since it doesn't demand a lot of focus. Rabbi was referring to analyzing Torah. Since people become absorbed in the discussion, it's easier for them to get preoccupied and become lost. So once again, the minion of Yidin and Eretz Yisrael that were rain on first, before the rain spread to the rest of the world, included two Talmidim among the eight Yechidim, because the two other Yechidim got lost on the way while analyzing a sugya. All right, now it's time for a four blah bad chazara. Dav Vav, so the similar Dav Vav is a sword. So here goes. The man who finished plastering his roof with a sword, sword, that must be more in Dav Vav. 
The man who finished plastering his roof with a sword when the first rain fell, which reminds us that we learned different shatim of why the rains are called Yora Umalkosh. One shot for Yora is Yora Shemoris Abrios Lahatiyah Kakagosan. The first rain is called Yora because it instructs its Moreb people to plaster their roofs, to bring in the produce from the fields, and to take care of all their needs before winter comes. So the man who finished plastering his roof with his sword when the first rain fell, breaking his net or not to get benefit from it until the second rains came, which reminds us, the Gemara notes that the first rain is to indicate when to begin requesting rain, and knowing the time of the third rain is needed to indicate when to fast, but it asks what the purpose of the second rainfall is, and Rabbi Zerah said, Lenadarim for vows. For Rasatna Mishnah, If someone makes a net that he will not get a nod from a certain item until the rains, or from when the rains fall, He's not permitted to derive benefit from it until the second rainfall. So the man who finished plastering his roof with his sword when the first rain fell, breaking his netter not to get benefit from it until the second rains came, made a brach on the rain as he stood in a puddle with droplets coming down and splashing up. Which reminds the Gemara asks, when does one start to say the bracha over rain? When the chasen has gone out to meet the call, Rashi explains that this means that it rains so much that when a drop of rain falls into a puddle, some drops jump upwards. But Papa said that since there's a malchoks, whether the end of the bracha for rain concludes rovodos or kalhodos, both endings should be said, kalhodos or rovodos, God of Thanksgivings and many Thanksgivings. Davzain, so the symbol Davzain is a gun. So here goes. The boy who wanted to learn how to use a super soaker water gun, gun, that must be more on Duff. Zion, clay Zion, weapon, gun. The boy who wanted to learn how to use his super soaker water gun to wake up the dead when it rained, which reminds me we have a number of teachings regarding Gadol Yom HaGashamim about the greatness of a day of rain. There are those that say that a day of rain is greater than Tchiyas Amesim. Others say it's equivalent to Tchiyas Amesim. Another Amora holds that a day of rain is as great as the day the Torah was given, while there's an opinion that is greater than the day the Torah was given. So the boy who wanted to learn how to use his super soaker water gun to wake up the dead when it rained by peppering his water gun coach with lots of questions, which reminds the Gemara as why is the Torah compared to a tree like we have in the Pasuk, We learned just as a small piece of wood is used to light a larger piece, so it is with Tamil The younger ones sharpen the minds of the older ones because they pepper them with a lot of questions. This is reflecting what Rabbi Hanina said, I've learned a lot from my rabbis, and from my chaverim I've learned more than from my rabbis, but from my talmidim I've learned the most. So the boy wanted to learn how to use a super soaker water gun to wake up the dead when it rained by peppering his water gun coach with lots of questions. Didn't realize no rain would fall because of Russian horror and brazenness. Which reminds us we have several teachings as to what sin causes rain to be withheld, including this list as Masapi Russian horror because of Azus Panim, brazen people, or Bitzel Torah. Dav Ches. So the similar Dav Ches is Chala. So here goes. The Bachar eating a raisin Chala. Chala. That must be more than Dav Ches. The Bachar eating a raisin Chala as he struggled to learn from a Gemara made of iron, which reminds us, Reish Lakish said, If you see a Talmud is learning is as hard as iron, it's because his understanding of Mishnahites is not well organized. As Rashi explains, he has a hard time understanding the Gemara because he's disorganized and doesn't remember the Mishnahites well, which should be mastered first before learning the Gemara. Reish Lakish would review his Mishnahites 40 times, corresponding to the 40 days the Torah was given to Moshe Benu, and only then would he go before Biyokan to learn Gemara. Ravada bar would review his Mishnahites 20 four times. So the Bachar eating a raisin challah, as he struggled to learn from a Gomorrah made of iron, was almost bitten by a snake who would have gotten no pleasure. Which reminds us, in the future, all the animals will gather and come to the Nachash, 
and say to it that a lion mauls its prey and eats it, a wolf tears its part and eats it, but you, what gain do you get? Rush explains that the Nachash bites people and kills them, but gets no benefit from it. So the Nachash answered, The master of speech has no gain. Rush explains that the Nachash responds that the people who speak Lashon Hora as well get no benefit. So the Barchi eating a raisin challah as he struggled to learn from a Gemara, made of iron, was almost bitten by a snake who would have gotten no pleasure when it suddenly fell through a hole in the floor to a storage area below where the grain had not been counted. Which reminds us, Rabbi Yitzhak taught, Ain't a bracha matzui el bedavra samuimina ayin. Brach is not found except in an object that is hidden samui from the eye, which Rashi explains is something that has not been counted. As the Pasuk states, Yitzhav Hashem itcha is a bracha ba'asamecha. Hashem will command the bracha in your storage towers. The word asamecha is like the word samui, which means hidden. A person can say a bracha before he counts his grain, but after he counts his grain, his bracha is considered a tefillah shav, a prayer in vain. Daftes, so the similar daftes is a teapot. So here goes. The generous tea hostess, tea, that must be more on daftes, teapot. The generous tea hostess who became fabulously rich from giving maiser, which reminds us that Rabbi Yochanan taught Reish Lakish's son that the Pasuk Aser Taser is coming to teach Aser Bishvil Shittis Asher, give maiser so that you become wealthy, and that even though in general... One should not test the Kodesh Baruch Hu. One can test the Kodesh Baruch Hu when it comes to giving Meiser. So the generous tea hostess became fabulously rich from giving Meiser and served tea from a priceless three-piece tea set with pictures of the bear Miriam, Ananiya Kavut, and Mun engraved on them, which reminds us of the Brisa taught that Shoshim Parnasim Tovim Amdu Yisrael. Three great leaders arose for Yisrael, Moshe, Aaron, and Miriam. The Gimel Matanos Tovos Nitnu Al Yadam, and three good gifts were given to Kali Yisrael because of them. The bear, the Ananiya Kavut, and the Mun, the well, the clouds of glory, and the Mun. The well was in the schus of Miriam, the clouds were in the schus of Aaron, and the man was in the schus of Moshe. When Miriam and Aaron died, the bear and Anayakabod went away, but then came back in the schus of Moshe. Even though it was taught that prosperity does not come in the schus of a single individual, Moshe Rabbeinu was different since he dubbed on behalf of the rabbin, he was considered as if he is the rabbin. So the generous tea hostess became fabulously rich from giving miser and served tea from a priceless three-piece tea set with pictures of the bear Miriam, Anayakabod, and man engraved on them was glad to see that it was raining only on her tea plants that needed rain. Which reminds us that we learned from a Pasuk that Kosh Baruch will give rain on behalf of an individual, even for a single field, even for a certain part of the field that needs rain. Degmore brings the example of Daniel Parkitino who had a garden every day he would inspect it and say, this road needs water, this road doesn't need water, and it would rain only in the places that needed water. All right, that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ramgol Mzichu wishing you a great day and great learning.